Okay. Would you fuck you? Yeah, I would. I just did. Yeah. I would fuck me so hard. I think I did all day. (laughs) Yeah. My hand is sore. That's why I was late to the show, guys. I'm sorry. That was fucking me. It's crack and stick. (laughs) Have you ever jacked it so much that your penis bleeds? Um, it's gotten pretty raw. Yeah, I've chafed it, but (laughs) not bleeding. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, (laughs) welcome to Halloween Podcast. Hey. Happy Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Merry Christmas. You're listening to Hold My Popcorn, where we make fun of the good movies and trash the bad ones. I'm Max Healing in Nashville and over in Boston. We got Tim Begin. How are you, Timmy? Um, I don't know, Max. I'm just waiting for Tuesday. Oh, sorry, political. Never mind. <laughs> we don't wanna we don't wanna piss off that one guy who Ex- listened once. Especially since we, you know, this episode will probably come out around Tuesday and we won't even know what happened yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and over in Northern California, we've got John Anishak. How's that ass feeling, John? Well, you can call me the Sacramento hemorrhoid because I um, am the proud owner of a giant bottle of Metamucil. um, And I have to spread the word PSA alert for everybody out there. Low fiber diets will destroy you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They'll rip your butt (laughs) apart. They'll rip your butt to shreds. Oh, my God, dude. I mean, like I am slightly anemic from the sheer blood loss um, over the course of this week. So if I start wandering off, just throw something heavy at me because... It'll, I'm f- I'm fucking fine, Max. I'm Good. still bleeding out of my ass, but I'm I made it onto the show. How are you? It's been a week. I'm okay. So <laughs> let's do a let's do some. Uh, never mind. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> All right. Well, we're wrapping up our Halloween movie month in November. Um, but I guess you can consider this movie a Thanksgiving movie because it does involve overeating and cutting breasts. But um, mm, that's that's a, a stretch. That's a stretch. Mm, yeah, never got that far. What else was a stretch was that skin because we watched the last film to sweep the big five Oscar categories in Silence of the Lambs. That's right, folks. If you if you want to sweep the Oscars, you need to have at least one jizz flinging scene. <laughs> you need to have at least one scene where someone throws their jizz at somebody else. Okay. Yeah. That is true, Tim. I, I mean, this is. I mean, how many best pictures have had just women getting cum stuck in their hair? That's a good point. What about Mary? We all know that one. One Titanic. Titanic. Yeah, cum in there too. Yeah. Max, what was the year that Silence of the Lambs was released? Ninety-one. Ninety-one. So would we say in ninety-one that this probably actually established throwing one's excrement at somebody else um, as a sex crime? I don't know if it was a sex crime then. I, yeah. I think it's still not just until, not, boys not being until boys. This happened. Uh, not I, until this happened. Yeah, John, I, I, I would be honestly, most of the country, I'd be surprised if that's still a crime. <laughs> if that is a crime. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I'm just speaking from the guy who was raised in Tennessee. Yeah. You know, it's, what's the age of consent in Tennessee? Don't matter. Uh, <laughs> comes flying everywhere. <laughs> Holy shit. Step on up and get some semen. Like, I think if you're in Seattle, I think the act of coming at all is a crime. (laughs) But, you know, if you're in like Topeka, Kansas, I think they're just flinging that shit. I mean, what else do you have to do? I mean, I've been to flat country before and uh, you can you can you can fuck yourself. Um, You can do drugs um, and then fuck yourself again later. And that's about it. uh, Besides agriculture. 
Yeah, exactly. But it's mm-hmm. it's a slow mm-hmm. process, so you got to do something to keep your hands occupied. So I know exactly. Yeah, everybody's what you mean. turning off. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so rainbow kisses. I'll explain later. The horror is already done. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I, I was actually going to say this too. Like the the fun thing. I mean, I've seen this movie so many times, but. The nice thing is, you know, since I actually had to pay, like really pay attention this time, I never really noticed how the room totally changes whenever Clarice steps in, because it's either like, oh, I wasn't expecting you to be so cute, or like, what the fuck is that woman doing here, or like, oh, you're you're way too young and fragile to be in this room. Yeah. Wait, All what do you mean? Very that appropriate the... responses. <laughs> Followed by what, what do you mean that the, thrown the... at you? You know, I mean, I would throw it at a man just as fast. So I, I, it doesn't bother me. I don't discriminate. But what, what do you mean by the room changes when she enters? So there's, and I'll, I'll, I'll point out a couple of them, but like her literally walking into a room and then like them just like things just changing. Like, you know, they'll just stare at her. They'll like, you know, they'll check oh. her out or like they'll, you know, the way they, tr- they like they, everybody behaves when they like notice that there's some, you know, that Clarice is there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you actually said it kind of creepily there, Clarice. Clarice. Um, you're going to need to to roll that back because I don't need our host to be. A... <laughs> oh, I know what I was going to say. Let's do an SAT word association here. Low fire, low fiber diets are to buttholes like uh, Dr. Lecter is to what? <laughs> like Dr. Lecter is to hemorrhoid blood. No. Cannibalism. Okay. Nah, the correct answer is faces. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Tim. No, try again. Wrong. Okay. Yeah, he definitely bites some face in this. Yeah. Oh, boy. Does it he was ever. basically like my first uh, experience actually making out with somebody. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, <laughs> just braces. Yeah. Well, you know, and I'm doctor. happy to say we never got locked together. That was a fear. Um, that is a real one. Uh, but uh, yeah, lots of, was, there was always blood. Always blood. I don't know why. <laughs> Max, right. keep it going. Yep, keep it sign going. Out, sign out. All right. So, well, some of the listeners will probably know this, but do you guys know that this movie's technically a sequel? Mm. Really? Yeah, so this is the second book in the trilogy. Red Dragon was the first was book the first. that they made mm-hmm. into a Michael Mann movie called Manhunter in 86 with um, oh. Brian Cox as Hannibal. And then they remade it again in the 2000s with uh, Ed Norton and Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Yes, I remember that one. Yeah. Unfortunately, it wasn't that great, even though I love Ed Norton. Um, and I also love, um, who's the guy who plays the the serial killer in that? That's not Lecter. Ralph Fiennes. Voldemort. Yeah, Ralph Fiennes. Voldemort. Yeah. I mean, just an amazing, I mean, just a classical British actor um, who does not look good with giant tattoos on his back, buck naked. It just yeah. doesn't work out. You know, while he's hooking around up with, the stairs. Fuck that. Yeah, it just doesn't work. You know, and I, I love the guy and he can have a meltdown like I've never seen on script. But fuck, dude, that was just a rough ass movie, except for him duct taping somebody to a wheelchair, setting him on fire and rolling Phillip him down a hill. Hoffman. That was yeah. fun. Oh, that was Philip. Yeah, he dies in the worst ways. So, um, but anyways, John, fun fact too. So, the guy in uh, Manhunter that plays Phil Seymour Hoffman's character is that super yeah. buff dude from Avatar. The super old man, buff dude. the old guy. <gasps> yeah, the yeah, old guy from Avatar. Oh, I love him. Yeah. I love him. I want to keep him in my pocket and bring him everywhere. It's like, oh my god, I love him. Yeah, that he's was a very sh- feminine, John. I love <laughs> him. Oh, oh I god. do. Jesus, God, I fucking have like three cigarettes and look what happens to me. Jesus. Mm. 
Well, don't watch that movie then because he also gets lit on fire <laughs> with, with a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, uh, should we get started? Yeah. All right. So I'm going to start this one off a little bit differently, too. I'm going to talk about um, the studio <laughs> and the logo, the opening with Orion Pictures. Because mm-hmm. um, by this point, Orion Pictures was like already bankrupt and pretty much done. Um, despite the fact that they had won the best picture four times between 1984 and 1991. So four out of seven years, they won best picture. And then they had another two best picture nominations as well. Did they not have accountants? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened. Like they also did they also made the Terminator, Robocop, Platoon. Mm, like I see what it is. They had no budget. They just went into it. They're like, we're gonna make good movies. <laughs> so I guess <laughs> and what that happened, bankrupted yeah, them. They made good yeah. movies and then all the shitty ones they just lost like way too much money on. Yeah. Well, they probably were like the uh the fuck from Jurassic Park. We spared no expense. <laughs> and the accountants are in the background. Just you motherfuck! Johnson! <laughs> Haven't paid taxes in three years. Like, sh- <laughs> I'll just run for president. Oh, don't be political. All right. <laughs> so the movie opens up with FBI student Kaleri Starling getting pulled out of her training course to meet with the head of the FBI Behavioral Science Division, Jack Crawford, where she's assigned to interview the notorious Hannibal the Cannibal. Oh, Hannibal. That's such a... I don't know why they went for Hannibal or why the author of the original book went for Hannibal because it was always confusing to me since I was such a fucking nerd because I was like, well, Hannibal like bent Rome over for a couple years, but I don't think he ate any faces. No. Well, how do you know, John? I, I Dan Carlin, hardcore history. Too many, too many days of my life. Uh, if Dan spent. Carlin's your source, I believe you. Oh. <laughs> Um, I mean, I, did he, I can't think of any other name that rhymes with cannibal. Maybe that's why he picked it. Yeah, it really does make sense. I mean, and it's a it's an it's an intimidating name. I mean, to the point where he asked out Martha Stewart, um, and Sir Anthony Hopkins back in the day, mm. and she would not date him because she couldn't get Hannibal Lecter out of her head. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't. I'll, I don't fucking date. I don't, I don't blame her. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, also this, like this year's the first example too, just the, the room changing or whatever. It's just like when she goes in the elevator, the contrast of her height next to all the other dudes, like she's just like, compl- she's like a totally just like kind of like a, I wouldn't say like an outcast, but you guys know oh, what I mean. Well, yeah, no, exactly. And I think that this was probably um, one of the first uh, times that Hollywood could have been considered as the youth would say woke. Yeah. Where they were drawing attention to this as being an issue. Um, because guess what? She can still kill a motherfucker just like everybody mm-hmm. else in law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just it's like the first scene is just showing how she's probably like the most qualified agent they have. Where she's just no. out like, she's literally out doing extracurricular phys ed. <laughs> no, one, no one's ever stayed after to do extra credit for phys ed. And she's doing that. <laughs> so, Tim, Tim, you, you got to say it right. She's the best in the biz. <laughs> she's the best the in the biz. In the biz. <laughs> also, pretty much the whole, like, Mindhunter is, you know, they, they based uh, Scott Glenn's character off the real Mindhunter agent, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great, got great it. show. All right. So, Clarice is uh, sexually harassed by the creepy Dr. Chilton before she slowly walks down the hallway of this creepy stone bunker where she's sexually harassed by a human spider monkey before arriving at the iconic glass cell of Hannibal Lecter. Where she's also sexually harassed. (laughs) 
Earth. If you can, yeah. if you can notice a theme here, <laughs> audience. <laughs> yes. Well, I love. Yeah, the first thing you get to see him. Yes, I can smell you. I yeah. cannot smell your vagina, but I can smell that you wear X, you know, cologne, and but not today. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, you creepy fuck. Yeah. Something we've learned since the 90s is that talking about a woman's smell that you don't know very well probably is going to go over very well. <laughs> yeah. But, but I, dude, uh, I have to yeah. I have to say that like fucking the the psychiatrist um at the hospital yeah. at the Chilton. mental institution terrible character. <laughs> Such a terrible character. He's such a shithead, mm. but he's a great character yeah. too. It's like he literally, he's like, "Whoa, well, you're pretty. Why don't you go out to dinner with me so I can tell you things and such?" <laughs> well, God, does that actually work? <laughs> no, not yet. I was really hoping it would work this time, though. <laughs> <laughs> but really, what a pencil-dicked, waspy, pasty bar rag fuck Chilton is. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! And I really, I mean. Spoiler alert, Hannibal maybe goes after this guy later in the movie. Um, I really wish we got to see his face get chewed on. I think they oh, show yeah. it in the, in the next movie, in uh, the movie Hannibal. I think they, mm, they show oh, it. He comes back for it, yeah. Um, but also, like, that guy, like, he, tell, you know, he, he tells Clarice, like, don't get too close. You know, this is what happened to, um, you know, the last nurse that was, like, alone with him. Like he got her, you know, yeah. she had her whole face like chewed off, but it's like, dude, you just keep that picture with you in your pocket. Of course he does. He jacks off to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course yeah. he fucking does. Now, um, I will say it was very effective. Um, so he, you know, he, he goes through that. He shows her the picture. It's clearly like a Polaroid, which is great that they were like, hold on before you put the bandages on her face. Let me get a Polaroid picture. I need of her to see this immediately. Yeah, fuck! But, you know, keeps it in his pocket, but he describes it horrifying. Mm -hmm. And then at the very end of his description, he says, yes, and his pulse rate, um, his pulse didn't get above 80 the entire time. How do you know that? Well, I think it's because he was strapped in. Did I just undercut your point, John? I I don't know. All I'm saying is like, this motherfucker is a monster. But I think Max does have a point because he was strapped down and all that and they had him on. He was um, a nurse. He was was complaining of chest pain. It was chest pain is why they had brought him out. And then she had him hooked up Mm. and he bit her face off. And yeah, I... um, you gotta hate when that happens. It's it's just it's rough, you know. And uh, he, cartilage too chewy. Yeah, I wouldn't go for the face. Mm-mm. That's what you got to look forward to, John. Well, that is true. That's nursing wonder, in a nutshell. That is true. Um, so yeah, once again for our um, our nurse listeners, um, I am an aspiring nurse, so let me know. Um, also, but I have to just get back onto topic here and back into character. Um, what do you think um, Hannibal Lecter thinks about hemorrhoid blood? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, no answer. Maybe it's a delicacy. <laughs> I'd say it's a delicacy because it's not okay, everybody delicacy. has it. You know. Oh, okay, so just for Thanksgiving, got yeah. it. It's like it's like the Chianti. You know? Just throw it in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like, right away, Lecter too. He's he's playing games with her. You know, first he makes her stand too close to the glass so he can like look at her ID and then awful, you know also like sniff her and then he baits her with the Buffalo Bill info before just like totally destroying her entire psyche. Yeah. Literally 30 seconds in, you're from West Virginia and your daddy's a drunk. And blah, 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 blah. With your good bag and your cheap shoes, you look like a rube. <laughs> like a rube. I would, rube. I would love that power. I would love that power. Mm-hmm. I like to just, I just want to be able to walk into a room at work one day and just be like, you, 
Hugh Rube, you piece of shit. Right. Here's all the things that are wrong with you. Let's have them run out crying. Here's the catch is to be that perceptive and that much of a genius. You either have to be one of three things, suicidal, um, two, a cannibal or three, a raging drug addict. (laughs) So there's a catch that comes with that kind of power, Tim. Well, John, you'll learn soon just from being a nurse because I worked in healthcare for a while. All doctors are fucking assholes. Yeah. They treat their staff like total shit. So, I mean, he's kind of living up to it there. That's true. That is very true. It's okay. I'll probably end up making more money and then save more lives than they do anyway. So that's fine. But also, Tim, I just I appreciate the fact that you like that line because when he said you look like a rube, Nikki had said that sounds like something Tim would say. Oh yeah, I love that line. <laughs> you fucking rube. Would you have said that to Tommy Lee if you were fighting him in the square? Like you fucking rube, gone after him. Oh yeah, I would have said it before we started coming to blows. <laughs> I'm like, you actually showed up, you fucking rube. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then, you know, you get that whole Chianti line, and then uh, and then Clarice gets come thrown on her face by the spider monkey. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Best she picture. Gets scared off. She gets scared off by Hannibal Lecter. Not really scared off, but he's just like, I'm done talking. Yeah, he's like, so she off. decides, I'm going to go away, right? And, <laughs> and then she... <laughs> She gets cum flinged in her face. <laughs> so this is the most fascinating motif of the entire film is that Lecter does have this strange sense of honor and politeness, even though he eats people, um, where that is what triggered him, where he was like, you know, he's like, off, you know, special agent, special agent, special agent. The second it happens, yep. like screaming at her. And she comes over and he's like, go do this shit and figure it out. I feel really bad. Blah, 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 go deal with it. And then, well, we'll find out later what happens to the guy, but still it's amazing. And that we keep coming back to that where he has this odd sense of honor throughout the entire movie where he's not just going to kill everybody willy nilly necessarily. He has rules. And that's very interesting to me. And it's also scarier too. But anyways, I I think it's hilarious because like he's mostly a gentleman, but he eats people that he thinks are rude. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Like he absorbs them. Oh, and he really them. is a Brit. So that's the British Empire in a nutshell. <laughs> hmm. It's really more that just he has a worldview. Like, you know, whatever whatever his worldview is, he has a worldview. And he's like, hey, listen, if you don't conform to that, I'm going to eat you. <laughs> you know, I respect okay. the shit out of him. If you don't like it, I'm going to put you in my stomach and then poop you out yeah, later. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> also, why doesn't this guy, the spider monkey dude, why doesn't he have a glass cell? It's fucking cum- yeah. throwing cum at people. He's because he doesn't bite people's faces off. Right. I have a feeling that they gave him the glass crazy cell after he bit someone's faces face off. And you can see that and they go into it a little bit. I mean, with the, the doctor where he kind of alludes to, he's like, well, the doctor likes punishing me when I don't behave myself. Mm, and they killed him with the candlestick in the bedroom. Mm. <laughs> and, <clears throat> I have but, to run down and grab my food real quick. All right. Yeah, 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 back yeah. in two yeah, seconds. Cool. Okay. So what you get for food, Ooh. Tim? Shanghai duck. Mm. Fucking yeah. right, doggy. Fucking right, doggy. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, dude. If you ever go to DC, um, for whatever reason, let me know. The best um, Beijing or Peking duck in the planet is in DC. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cool. Talking and food? They, they, they carve it up for you and everything. So, um, But anyways, I was out. Um, I was fishing the other day, and I mm. used this um, a special... No, trying to fuck with Max. Okay, good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I just literally just started, steer- I started staring at the ceiling. 
like, I'm going to just edit all this shit out. (laughs) 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 All right. So after this, uh, going back into it. So, uh, Timmy, I hope you enjoy your food. So after this Bikaki (laughs) event causes Lecter to uh, feel sympathy for Starling, so he uh, calls her back to a cell where he gives her a riddle about a former patient that leads uh, her to the storage unit where she discovers a severed head inside of a jar, inside of a hearse, inside of the storage unit. I was hoping to see um, some sweaty handprints on the side of the window where two people have been fucking on the down Titanic. (laughs) But that was unfortunate that that didn't happen. We just had a severed head with a moth inside of it that was pickled. Um, Can't you make good tequila out of that from Zorro? That's what I remember. Anthony Hopkins is also in that. That is true. He's in that movie. I don't know. My note here: Russian doll of decapitation. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I mean, like the. I mean, you're saying the whole like uh, hand against a window thing. Like my note was just: there's just semen on everything in this movie. (laughs) Uh, Everywhere. I mean, you do not want to bring. Just no black lights, folks. It's not um, not safe for work, as they say. Um, NSFW. So uh, Clarice rushes back to speak with Lecter, who tells her that the jarhead has a connection to Buffalo Bill and offers her a full profile of the unknown serial killer in exchange for a transfer out of creepy Chilton's care. Which, I mean, listen, I get it. Like, I I wouldn't want to be in that guy's care. No. No. Even if I was fucking Hannibal Lecter. You know, and like, okay, so I have, I do have a respect for like basic human rights. And, you know, if, if you are a serial killer and you are locked up in basically solitary confinement for the most part, except for the the howls of, you know, your, your fellow inmates down the hallway and when they're throwing cum against your window, but it's, you shouldn't be taking the man's art or the books or anything like that. He's going to be there for life. His life sucks. Just give him some shit. Like, come on. Like the, the fucking, the doctor, the psychologist, uh, Chidler, the fucking bar rag fuck. He is actually more evil than Hannibal Lecter. Oh yeah. I appreciate that sentiment, Jen. Oh, thank you. So, uh, have you checked yourself in? Are you, <laughs> what's no, going no. on, Tim? No, no, The FBI has been headhunting me for a while. Um, but this They'll is like another example of Lecter just being like a wolf in sheep's clothing because he's charming and polite. Like he gives Clarice one of his two towels because she's wet. And then he's also like casually talking about how he just manipulated the spider monkey guy into biting his own tongue off and choking on it to death. It's so fucking metal. He said it dude. was fun. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. Like that's the other part of this is that the fucking movie just gets metal as fuck. I mean, oh, yeah. So intense. Like, dude, how metal is it that you can convince someone that they suck so much that they bite their own fucking tongue off and choke on their own blood? That is fucking brutal. And yes, that is what happens when you throw fucking jism into someone's face. Bite your tongue off and die. Suck a dick and die. That's what I tell you. Fuck off. Dude, honestly, I mean, he's just a classic psychopath. Like he can just manipulate whatever scenario, all the emotions he needs to in order to get what he wants. And he's a psychiatrist. Wait, no, hold on. It's political. Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah. He knows exactly what he's, what he's doing. All right. Well, meanwhile, in Memphis, Tennessee, we got Buffalo Bill pulling the old Ted Bundy routine and kidnapping Catherine Martin. Memphis. 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 I mean, that's how everybody from Memphis says Memphis. We're going to have some beers. (laughs) Dude, I, how I mean Buffalo Bill, it's like, come on, do your research, dude. You really want to oh. kidnap like a fucking senator's daughter? Hell so, yeah, you do, dude. Dude, that's, that's the got, thing. Got, 
they got the primo skin. No, primo skin. They got the primo titty skin. Take that out. Dear God. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like Tim, I mean, yeah, like we find out that she's the senator's daughter, but like that is like history will show like that is the kryptonite of serial killers is they usually don't get caught until they kidnap like the wrong rich white girl. Yeah, (laughs) no, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if he had stuck to like hookers, junkies and like people of color, he would have been able to do this like into like the mid 2000s. Yeah, he'd still yeah. be doing it. He would have just begun sick of it. He's like, I don't want to kill people anymore. I got my suit. I yeah. actually got yeah. several different colored suits. Right. <laughs> he's, probably, yeah. he's probably like, yeah, I'm done with the killing people. I started crocheting. <laughs> <laughs> probably make a pretty good kite out of that too, I would imagine, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, this uh, this movie truly was ahead of its time as far as really putting the spotlight onto um, sexism, um, the glass ceiling, and um, overall just a lack of interest by law enforcement. If you aren't a rich white person, um, yep. okay, sure, you're dead. No, you're not. You just moved. Yep. Or just, who cares? Who? Yeah. No. Nobody. Oh, well, they just moved. But she's got blue eyes and she's white. Oh my God, we need to have a huge FBI hunt. Yeah, seriously. I I guarantee that most police departments have like all of their suspects and tax brackets. And once you hit a certain tax bracket, (laughs) untouchable. Sorry, we'll just move on. Yeah, we're not going to get funding for this person. Oh God, yeah, this fucking United States of America. (laughs) Woo! Hannibal Lecter's the hero! Hey, how does that work out? Greed is good. (laughs) Then Clarice gets pulled out of boxing class to examine the body of the latest uh, Buffalo Bill victim, where she discovers a dead no, where she discovers a death uh, death head moth in the victim's throat. That was tough for me to say. I loved that actually that they used a moth that was so like I saw it and I was like, oh, it looks like a skull. And they're like, it's the death's head moth. So the death's head so metal was actually used um, by the SS. In World War II, um, it was they had very specific um, emblems and so on that you could be awarded, um, and it was the Death's Head. So that was a very interesting call out to Nazi Germany um, and evil people. Um, once again, Anthony Hopkins is evil. Um, he does kind of turn out to be the hero, the anti-hero, but a hero nonetheless. Yep. Um, and Nazi Germany. Um, so Nazis and um, Nazis, and uh, there's a moth. <laughs> I'm going to have another sip of my beer. Yep. A cute observation. Let's keep moseying down the Oregon Trail here, Max. (laughs) Yeah, last time I played Oregon Trail, um, Obama stole my wife. (laughs) And I died. (laughs) (laughs) I died of dysentery. All my kids died and someone fucked my wife. (laughs) I hate this game. So also like a little fun fact too. So, I mean, you guys know the movie poster, how it's like Clarice's face and they have like the death moth in front of her mouth. But I didn't know until the other day that it's actually not a death moth. If you actually look at it, it's a dolly painting. It's a bunch of naked women that are formed into like a skull. Yeah. Oh God. It's fucking Far more disgusting. Yeah. It's far more more disturbing too. Yeah. I love this movie! It's so intense. It's so fucking epic. Like just everything about it is just so rough. Like everything's uncomfortable. Everything's metal. There are shitty Southern accents that are so shitty that they are metal. Um, Except for uh, Buffalo Bill. I love the Texas accent. That is spot on. And I love that actor too. Anything he does. He was even great in the abyss. Yeah. He's good. Awesome. Yeah. I love him. He's great in Flubber. And, I'm going to throw it out there too. Yeah, he was good in Flubber. I'm going to throw it out there too. He looks great naked. Yeah, Nikki said that too. She's like, 
he has like a very nice like woman's stomach. Oh, it's oh, it's perfect, dude. He's very serpentine. Um, and he well, we'll we'll get there. I'm gonna I'm yeah, gonna he definitely does Pilates. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, here's another example of the room just like completely changing once Clarice enters it because Crawford uses her as a prop in order to like speak to the sheriff in private. So then all the cops just like turn around and just like check her out, which like clearly bothers her because mm-hmm. she then basically says later on, it's like, um, you can't treat me like that because, you know, you, or you, you, know, you can't treat me like a sheltered woman because everyone looks to you to see how they should treat me. And he's like, I'm yeah. showing them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I like that, you know, at least he tries to pull it back or he like, I mean, it's still a shame. It's very misogynistic where he's like, oh, that really yeah. burned you. Yeah, of course it fucking burned her because she's an equal among you fucking dickheads. Like, hey, dude, you asked me to come to this. Yeah. And you're going to use me as a fucking chess piece to yep. be able to get the fucking douchebag fucking local sheriff out of a room. Like, really? Come on. But I, I love it too because she gets the last laugh because all the cops are like they're all super excited to look at the victim of this like famous serial killer and she kicks them all out. Yeah, and then you can see Crawford yeah. smirking in the corner because you know he's like obviously impressed that this like five foot tall like a hundred pound woman is like with no authority. <laughs> She's a fucking student. She like right. will not back down to like a crowd full of cops. So it's interesting that I feel like Southern women. Um, can command that kind of respect. Now, it's a fake accent. It is fake. Oh my God, is it fake? Come but, on now. <clears throat> Get out. Yeah, Get going on. now. Go on. Go, Go on. on. And you, on. you're going to listen. You will listen to, and Max, you can attest to this. When you're down south, like, I mean, if, and, and everybody's mama. Everybody. Yep. Like, you're at the grocery store, and at the grocery store, you know, the lady who's working there tells you to move on. You move on. Yeah, it wouldn't work for the uh, the Boston accent. No. Well, there, that requires just sheer force. I mean, it's just like, I will fucking stab you in the neck. Where down south, where you're like, I don't want to see her angry. Mm -mm. She knows where the mine shafts are. Well, to be honest, like, the difference is that, like, if you hear a, get on, come on now. It's like, oh, that's that's a mama. That's that's my mama. Could be my mama. You hear the Boston accent. It's just like, oh, my God, this woman's on crack. Come on now. Get out of here. Come on. (laughs) Come on. Yeah. Hey, you fucking rednecks, get down here and have fucking breakfast. The Come show's on. over. <laughs> Move the fuck along. Move along. I will shoot you in the face. Fuck <laughs> off. Come on. Let's go. Yeah, you yeah. Too, I'm from Tommy. West Virginia. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, Tommy. Don't give that to me again. Fuck off, you fucking pussy. Come on. <laughs> yeah, it's good. So then uh, Starling. Uh, hold on. Fix these stupid fucking level. Tim, I can hear you breathing super hard, by the way. Okay, I'll, I'll move the microphone. <laughs> no. I, can I just say how happy I am that I put up all this, like, um, this audio, like, soundproofing on my little desk here? So my, I don't think my neighbors can hear me anymore, which is really Ooh, cool. nice. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah, so then uh, Clarice meets up with the Bug Boys and learns that the moths were imported from Asia and raised with love. As you uh, cut the Buffalo Bill sewing human skin while you hear Catherine screaming from the well. <laughs> yeah, um, I love the dog. I, I really love the precious. precious. Precious is great. Yeah. Or is it Princess? No, it's Precious. Is it princess or Precious? Precious, precious? Yeah. precious. Yeah. it is Precious. Really good. But you're George Precious. I need Precious. I, I can't do a Texas accent. Um, no, it's just a I Buffalo Bill do- accent. Well, I mean, it's very, it is Texas though, because Texas is very, it's not necessarily the accent, it's the cadence and it's very slow and you know, it puts lotion on or it gets the hose again. I mean, it's very, 
slow, methodical. Draw. Um, how I hear sex should be outside of pornography, you know, very <laughs> slow and, you know, it's just, it's, it's supposed to be sensual. And the Texas accent is quite sensual. It's velvety. All right. <laughs> okay. So, um, uh, hemorrhoid blood. <laughs> oh boy. Back to okay. Baltimore and Clarice is uh, given Lecter this too good to be true offer in exchange for the Buffalo Bill profile. <laughs> But Lecter doesn't give a shit about that. He makes his own quid pro quo. Jesus fucking Christ. He uh, makes his own quid pro quo deal. I took Latin class for four years. Uh, where mm-hmm. he'll trade Buffalo Bill information in exchange for personal information about Clarice. Clarice. I need a quid pro quo. Quid, quid pro quo. Quid pro quo, doctor. So yeah, Kill, I still can't say it. No, it's a tough one to say. I mean, it's Quid like saying quo. my name five times fast. You're fucked. Yeah. It just doesn't work. Win-win for Lecter, though. Because, like, you know that he was good at his job and he misses it, but he's also just, like, fascinated with Clarice. Oh, my God, dude. And then you get you get the... Uh, is this the scene where we actually get the reasoning behind the title of the book no, slash that's, movie? That's um that's, that's when later. they're in Memphis. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this is when he's, 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 he's uh, propositioning her for a quid pro quo. Yeah. And he, she hasn't gone See? down that path. Got it. Okay. I'll shut up. No, I think he just gets a boner from like manipulating people. Yeah. I mean, but, I would. Yeah. No, yeah. but he is definitely also like he he's intrigued by her because like she does not like I, I feel like she's different compared to all the other people that like have come to like study him. Right. Like she gives it right back to him and she's like mm-hmm. just as quick on her feet that, that, you know, as he is. And he's like, who is this person? What right. happened? Did your uncle touch you? Like what happened? Yeah. Why are you damaged? Why are you here talking to me right now? <laughs> he always goes to that too immediately. He goes to the worst. He's like, well, my dad died. And so I, I went, moved in with my uncle. Did he touch you? No, he was, <laughs> he was a very nice man. Who, yeah, that's who the problem you? with going f- like, so, you know, it's like always the joke, like from uh, Tropic Thunder, you know, you don't go full retard. You as a psychologist, you don't go full Freud <laughs> because it all leads back to you fucking your mom. All of his treatises. It's it's ridiculous. That and also cocaine is going to save, you know, all of man's ailments. I was going to say that. Everything's going to be saved. And so. the only oh, cure that's... is to do cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cocaine. And you know what? Yeah, if cocaine didn't kill you and it wasn't super expensive and you could just kind of have it on a daily basis, sure. Yeah, it'd be it fine. It doesn't but... kill you. <laughs> nah. It only kills, but I'm going to shut up. Yeah, Tim, I think you're going to say something about your mom, right? Go ahead. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was not going to say anything about my mom. What the fuck did I just stumble into? <laughs> All right. So you, uh, you cut back to the well uh, where you get the iconic, it puts the lotion on the skin or it gets the hose again scene. Oh, it's take a precious side. Put the fucking lotion on the basket. See, this is where Buffalo Bill went wrong, right? Because he's totally, like, misthought this power structure. You have her down in the well. You can't easily, like, torture or beat her, right? You really don't. Once you have her down in the well, you really don't have any, like, power to make her do anything. Mm Mm-mm. You that's know? why I love Joe Dirt when they did a <laughs> yes. spin on this. You know, where it's like, all right, I got demands. <laughs> I need a 1964 Playboy, and about uh, you know, I need a little bit of Crisco oil, and I need some bacon. You know, it's that kind of a thing. And it was like, okay. I mean, if I was a serial killer, I'd be like, I'll negotiate with you <laughs> because you don't know what's about to happen to your ass. Sure, you I'll want that suit, up. right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, By the way, don't fuck with the dog. 
Mm-mm. But this is the first time you actually see Buffalo Bill's face as well mm-hmm. in this scene. Well, you Did see- you get to see him when he kidnapped? Yeah, you get to see well, him when he kidnapped. You see her. him in the eye vision, and then he has his hat down low, and he's in the shadows. So you don't really yeah. see him that much. And then, you know, they, when he's sewing, you only see the backside of him. Right. I just, God damn, I cannot wait to listen to this episode just for the song and for the record, for the <laughs> listeners. And um, April, you'll probably get a kick out of this. I have been listening to the song, the song, you know what I'm talking about, for four and a half hours on repeat. A little concerned, John. Just, just spinning around in a kimono. It. Yeah, I just, whoo. I mean, I... <laughs> I gotta be honest, it kind of made me want to pierce my nipples because it wasn't the same when I was dancing in the fucking mirror (laughs) earlier today. Like, and I have a full body size mirror and I tried it and it was like, nah, not quite right. And I cannot tuck my cock behind my butt cheeks. It doesn't work. All I'm going to say is that if Buffalo Bill wasn't a serial killer, he'd probably be like the next David Bowie. (laughs) Fuck yeah. You know, he has that, he has that aesthetic. Oh my God. He was just as attractive, just not as tall. Yeah. 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 And he can sew. Mm-hmm. Yep. Holy shit. Make there his own go. costumes, you know? Motherfucker, dude. You could fix my jeans. Yep. All right. Well, meanwhile, we got a little shithead uh, Chilton. He had uh, Electra cell bugged, and he goes behind the FBI's back to make a deal with the Tennessee senator in exchange for Lecter naming Buffalo Bill. But Lecter has a few terms of his own. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, pencil-dicked, waspy, Pasty bar rag fuck. That is Chilton. He played the same dude in Boston Public as well. <laughs> really? Really? Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, you know who he reminds me of? Um, he reminds me of the really shitty um Defense Against the Dark Arts professor from um uh, Harry Potter. Which one? Uh, oh, Greg you know, Lockhart. Like the- yeah. yeah, Lockhart. He reminds me of Lockhart because he's super pretty and he's dressed up way too nice to be dealing with fucking serial killers and yeah. cum throwers. This guy's not pretty. Like, he's got no. a fucking scrunched up like sour look on his he's got a sour puss face. He has <laughs> he has the look that says, I have a tiny penis. <laughs> he does. He does. I mean, that sheer amount of tweed can only mean that you have a small penis. All right. So also, I had a note here too, is Lecter's eyeing that pen like Timmy eyeing the last egg roll. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. I st- I, yeah. I stuffed those egg rolls in the same place too. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Woo. God damn. That was the most metal burn we've had in the fucking show. Shit. Well, it's not a burn, man. No. just talking the truth. I've had egg rolls with Tim. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was lucky to leave with my face. <laughs> Anytime I see egg rolls, I just all of a sudden, everything fades to silent. And I just hear, Lady at rest. <laughs> Good old tunnel vision. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, then we got uh, Lecter in that iconic mask scene being carted off the plane to speak with a senator where he uh, gives him a bogus name and throws some serious shade at the mom before complimenting her on her suit. <laughs> senator. Senator. <laughs> I love your suit. I love the suit. I like how like it's it's just this would be the greatest thing if you were fucking in prison for life. Just like, oh yeah, fly me down to Memphis. I'm just gonna yep. fuck with the senator. <laughs> like, why does he care? <laughs> I got nothing to lose. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can strap me up. Just put me in the back like I'm part of the cargo. I don't give a fuck. 
Yeah. So we were laughing about Sasha Baron Cohen earlier while we were warming up. And I got to say, he's basically Sasha Baron Cohen if he turned into a serial killer. Yeah. Yeah, Just get, just making people do things that they would never really actually ever do. Yeah. Exactly. God, you know, like nine times out of 10, he's the smartest human being in the room. Like, fuck. Yeah. Like just run circles around people. Yeah. All right, so then we get the scene here. So Clarice, she meets with Lecter at the courthouse ballroom cell where uh, he quizzes her like a teacher challenging her best student or like his best student. And then uh, we get the lamb slaughter uh, monologue that pretty much won Jodie Foster the Oscar. Yeah, that was just amazing. Um, what she, she she did not deserve the Oscar for that accent, though. The Holly Hunter accent that she does this whole movie? Oh. Dude, it's so bad. It's so bad. And like, I know that I always come back to this, like Brad Pitt's accent and um, uh, Inglorious Bastards is is not god awful, but it's bad. And this one is truly god awful. And she has her moments where she can do it subtly, which is what most Southerners have is a very subtle Southern accent. But it, it it's offensive, to be honest. I I'm just gonna go cry now. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird. She um she had a I think she had a Boston accent in the accused which she won an Oscar for and I don't think that was really a good accent either. It's kind of strange. No one yeah. can do good accents for fucking Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. Cuz he like lives yeah. it he like lives like that person for 20, 2 years before he actually yep. plays the role. God, can you imagine yeah. him as uh, Hannibal in this movie? He would actually eat people. Yeah, no, he would have been method. He would have he would have moved to like fucking Fiji. Mongolia to where Fiji cannibalism is legal. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I've I hear that um, from the la- the guys in the last podcast that human meat does smell quite like fantastic pork. like pork yeah. yeah that's what I've heard too I've always been I've been interested I heard it's what? not good though because it's way too fatty well I mean, because humans just overall are fatter than like any other animal no well you just you just gotta cut that with a nice French gigandas mm. Mm. high tannin but not too much, just enough. We've definitely talked about eating people on this podcast before. <laughs> Have we? Yeah, yeah, I would go for the cheeks. Listen, all mm. I know is that if I was back in the 1800s, I'd be all for the Donner Party. Okay. <laughs> what they did well, wrong? Then, Tell me what they did wrong, God. I mean, honestly, with the knowledge that we have today, apparently, if you stay away from the brain, you're in good shape. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep, you just yep. gotta yeah, stay away from the brain. You know, staying like below the waist. That's Although I I've had brain before, not human brain, obviously, and it's quite luscious. Hmm. Sweet brain, man. Yeah, you sous vide it. Saute that shit. Did you have it in China? No, it was actually, um, I had um, some tacos in Fresno, California, and I had um, tongue, brain, and then just regular, um, you know, just normal pork, whatever. Normal human. Yeah, just normal human. You know, I took it from the calf. (laughs) Lady at rest. Going back into the movie, though, amazing full shot of Hopkins with his head down, his eyes set on Clarice like a tiger stalking his prey. I fucking love when they would cut back and forth to the two of them. Like, he looks so fucking cool. Like, it's just not even he looks cool. It's just the shot is so cool. Yeah, everything's great. Just direct eye contact. That's another thing too. This, that's I was actually gonna say that earlier too. When you were saying like how this movie is just uncomfortable the entire time, and I think part of it yeah. is just because like everyone is just staring at you, and that's not normal in movies to have people just be looking straight into the camera. 
Oh, that's interesting. Now, would you call that them breaking the fourth wall or? No, they're not breaking the fourth wall because they're not addressing the fact that they're looking at a camera, but like they're putting you in, in the they're scene. flirting with, with it. It's a first person, first person ah, view. Ah, yeah, okay. So it's yeah. the original um, VR. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a POV, you know yeah. what I mean, John? It's a POV scene. Mm-hmm. Don't talk about POV. I might start touching myself. Oh, wait, you like that too? I like that. Yeah. It makes me feel like I'm in the moment. Yeah. Also, John, you'll you'll appreciate, I'm just going to interrupt you there. Um, You'll, you'll appreciate this too. So, you know, like after she goes back to talk with Lecter and he like, you know, he gives her the full profile and like touches her finger and they pull her back. Um, The bearded dude in the back is George Romero. Really? So George Romero created uh, Dawn of the Dead. Like the, ah. he's the OG zombie guy. I got you. Yeah. Cause I had no idea you're talking about. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I assumed. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't Who's think zombies Spielberg? taste. <laughs> well, no one should know who he is, but it's fine. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. They, they have a couple of that, weird no, that's cameos in this movie. super fucking cool, dude. I mean, shit, dude. You got, you got total face eating in this entire movie. Of course oh, yeah. he's going to be in it. That's fucking awesome, dude. dude. We're getting to that right now, too. So we got that creepy but tender moment with Hannibal followed up with him just spitting out that hand, uh, the, the fucking handcuff key. And oh, Nelly, hungry, hungry Hannibal eats one of the cop's faces and beats the other one to death with his own baton. And then he just finishes his opera music. Everything is very, so all the murders in this movie, and because there aren't many, it's only, I think Hannibal is actually the only one who you see actually in the act of killing somebody. And it's very sensual is the way I would describe it. And earlier while we were, I was watching the film, I was wondering, I was like, Hey, like would Hannibal, do you think he actually, you know, does he, has he had sex before? I don't know, but you can see the pleasure that he's getting when he's killing this human being with a club. Yes. You, and it's disturbing. Yeah. And you know, with, you know, with the classical music and then he stops after he's killed that guy and he's already walked, you know, he knows that the other guard has crawled away after he ate his face part of it and he finishes the the quartet you know and the crescendo and then he walks out he's like officer so and so you know with his knife to go carve him up and it's just it's everything is sensual and that's what's so fucked up about this movie is that everything that is death is is completely intertwined with sex in a very disturbing way Hmm. it's it's similar to um well, American you know, American Psycho kind of stole it, but when Christian Bale just beats uh, Jared Leto to death with a baseball bat, and then he just like sits back and smokes a cigar and just listens to yeah. Huey Lewis, mm-hmm. it's just like oh god, sensual. what a day! That was great, just very sensual. He's like I mean, skipping just... around. He's like pl- he's like a ballerina after he kills that guy. I know. Uh, yeah. Also, but it's um the best ways to show that someone someone taking pleasure from you know the murder of another human being. I mean, it's really an interesting way to depict it. But sorry, Max, go ahead. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I was just first. Of all, I was just gonna say like the only other kill that I think is just Clarice killing Bill at the end. But um, true, 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 true. But it's true. just like you know, like, throughout the whole movie, like he's polite for the most part, and then you actually see him in action, and it is just brutal. It is like just yeah. fucking carnage. It's the fucking British Empire. <laughs> it's true. Anybody else notice the uh, the the Bon Appetit magazine that's on his table right before he starts killing the cops? <laughs> what? Yeah, no. What? Where is it? Yeah, it, it's uh, it's on his table. So they move um, his paintings out of the way, and he just has a Bon Appetit paint uh, uh, magazine. <laughs> Gotta get uh, good wine pairings. You know what I mean? I love it. 
It's fucking hilarious. Uh, FYI, Bon Appetit, they had a very, very, um, how would I put it, ageist um, article at some point where they were shaming the younger generation um, during the onset of the pandemic. So fuck them. All right. FYI. What were they saying? John and North Square. (laughs) Don't recall. um, If somebody emails me, I will find it the fuck out. So I'll drop that into my uh, my jelly spread later on. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Um, Then the cops downstairs are greeted by uh, quite the scene of this guard hung up like a disemboweled angel while the other is just covered in blood and barely breathing. Without a face. Without a face. Now, doesn't he, he does something similar where it's very um, Christ-like in in Red Dragon, is it? I think so. Yeah, where he has somebody in like Italy where he just like, he has like this very elaborate contraption that like shoves this dude out onto like the, the central square with his intestines hanging out. That's Hannibal. Like, he does it in Paris. Yeah, yeah he like, yeah. Dis- oh, yeah, like he just like, rips a person in half and they just like completely open up on the street. <laughs> I forgot yeah. about that. Holy shit. So yeah, he um yeah. he has a style um and it's quite effective. I like his style. Yeah, he too. Very theatric, you know what I mean? Go big or go yeah. home. Yeah. I mean, seriously, a, I mean... Don't be a half-assed serial killer, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nah, if you're going to do it, yeah. spill oh, some entrails. Oh, Ted Bundy, I kill people. It's like, ah, oh, come on, get an angle. Get yeah, a seriously, no. Like, if you're going to be a serial killer, go... F- like, And we've, we've spoken about him earlier on the episode, but go full Dolly. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um... Also, I like the fact that Lecter, you know, he's that guy, obviously, but he starts acting like he's going into cardiac arrest or uh, cardiac, you know, he's going into shock just so he can get the fuck out of that room before anybody else notices that it's, that that, that is him. He's like, there's way too many cops in this room. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I know exactly what to do. I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. I'm a fucking genius. Mm Mm-hmm. And I know it. And I feel like that's the problem that I'm going to run into, Max. When that I scene where he like fucking folds up behind the EMT. Oh, my God. Takes off the skin. Mm. Oh, oh, the God. first time I saw that, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> that is such a what the fuck yeah. moment in movies. It's just, it, it doesn't, I feel like it doesn't really like hold up anymore because everyone's seen this movie multiple times. So you already know it's coming. But the first time you, you see that, it is like. Don't. <laughs> I mean, that was the beauty of the 90s is that like the, the United States, like as racist as it was, was still quite innocent in um, the slaughtering of human beings. So like that kind of shit. Yeah. Now we're descending yeah, on a broad scan. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah from yeah. a major studio standpoint. Um, the cops in this, though, you got you got a weird group. So, I mean, you got the uh, the Malcolm in the middle eye patch guy is one of the SWAT guys. <laughs> and then uh, you okay. got Chris. I said, okay. Oh. And then you got Chris Isaac, the singer, who's like the head of the SWAT team, which is totally super random, too. I don't think you that mustache. Is. Huh? With the mustache or no? No, he's he's just like the SWAT guy with the ball cap. Like, you wouldn't even, he, oh. doesn't, he looks like any, everybody else. That guy oh. with the mustache looks just like Kenny Mayne from SportsCenter. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I've always thought that. Like, what's Kenny Mayne doing in this movie? A real primo mustache, too. And it's weird because it's like he's, it's very like it's not thick. It looks like it's just like five or six days worth of growth. It's yeah. Like, why? Why would you choose that mustache? Yeah. It's like the anti. We're talking about it. Yeah. It's thin into the side. Instead yeah. Of thick and <laughs> it's fucking weird. Yeah. It, it actually, it's kind of like a weird dolly mustache in a way. Yeah. Also, all the cops are all super sweaty too. I would be sweaty in Memphis. I know. I was gonna say that. Like, uh, shit, Memphis. <laughs> 
It's a goddamn swamp, dude. It's fucking rough. <laughs> they got like turtles and alligators and shit. Like, no, fuck that. Went like a horn church over here. Oh, get. Yeah. So then, yeah, and then you got the the whole scene with Lecter when he escapes out. So I, I think he kills like seven people in like in a in an hour. I think it was a good um, hour. So for let's Hannibal. see. He gets he gets the two guards. He gets the ambulance driver and the paramedic that's there and the paramedic. So that's what four. I think he kills um, three guards. Does he? He kills three guards. Does he? I think. I don't know. Ah, either way, he killed. kills. He kills pretty close kills to a ten bunch people. Of people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He kills a lot of people very quickly, very efficiently, and very brutally, um, in an artful fashion. Uh, I, m- I might add. Absolutely. I don't know how he found the time to do it. I mean, he's the original millennial. He's a fucking multitasker. He can fucking <laughs> bite someone's face off. He can he can beat the shit out of another motherfucker, carve someone's face off, and then put somebody into a, a fucking Christ-like figurine, you know, thing going on on the top of his fucking cage and r- rope the guy up so that way he's like 10 feet in the air and still managed to... <laughs> and then still managed to put the fucking face up. Fuck! <laughs> 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 Fuck! That's how extreme it was, guys. Yeah, he also throws that guy on top of the elevator shaft, too. Yeah. Oh, fuck! I forgot about the guy and then on top he fires, of the elevator shaft. And then shaft. he fires a gun to get their attention, and he puts the fucking guy's face on and lies down. And he, and all of that, he still has a heartbeat like that's low enough that he's not out of breath. Dude, Dude he's, he's just like, impressive. he's all choreographed. He's like doing a murder neckcracker. <laughs> it's all <laughs> like a ballet, yeah. He's black ops, man. If there was a fucking nation of serial killers, dude, he's the black ops special forces of dude. it. Like, holy oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, so then we got, uh, meanwhile, Clarice and her hot friend, we have a note, we haven't mentioned this entire movie. Uh, they surmise that Buffalo Bill knew the first victim. So she heads to Ohio where she notices an unfinished dress with patches of, uh, you know, with uh, patches that match the skin taken from the victims. And oh my God, Buffalo Bill, he's making a suit out of human skin. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah. And um, it doesn't look too bad until you look at it really closely. And it's patchy. Yeah. It's not good. Not good craftsmanship. He's making it a suit really out of human skin because he's been turned down by all the sex. This is, you know, this is just the 90s. People aren't accepting of crazy people who want to become women. Well, that's and also kill people. <laughs> so you know, like that actually is a thing. If you want to get like, um, like augmentation surgery, if you want to get like, uh, you know, whatever you call it, um, you have to do like a whole like psychological evaluation and everything too. Yeah, they should. I mean, yeah. that's a big step. It is. There's no going step. back. There's no going back yeah. if you change your mind. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna so pivot like a real quick here. I'm gonna pivot real quick um, over to an Ivy League school. It might have been Harvard. It was one of those um, where they actually had uh, a book in the library or the archives that was bound in human skin. It's like the Evil Dead book. Yeah, literally, awesome. they found it. It was what 10, 15 years ago, maybe. Perhaps Jesus. look it up. Look it up. The but there was fuck? a a literal book that was bound in human skin that was found in an Ivy League U.S. school. I believe it could have been. In the UK as well, um, maybe it was Oxford or something. But either way, yeah. That, when they finally fun. found it, because I put that in there a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was Harvard, John. Tim did it. <laughs> well done, well done. Only in Boston, make it fucking happen. <laughs> Brown's gonna get one in a couple of weeks too. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fair. So also Crawford, uh, he put it all together at the same time. So he's on his way to Bill's house in Illinois while Clarice finishes up her interviews with the victim's friends. 
And then you get the song, John. You get the song Goodbye Horses. And oh boy, you get the Buffalo Bill dance. Dude, he was fucking cut. And I gotta say, dude, just fucking serpentine sexy the entire time. Like, I want his mirror. I want his dance. I want his robe. And I also want to know how the fuck he managed to fucking tuck his fucking cock and balls behind his ass cheeks. It's like Jim Morrison. You know what I, mean? I can't do it. I can't do it. I tried. It, it's not hard, John. You just got to put your legs together really tight. Not well, but <laughs> I'm not in for the pain. The oh, my name's Max. I got a big a dick big enough. I can tuck <laughs> between my legs. Yeah, oh, I sit down in the toilet. I sit in the toilet in the morning and my dick touches the water oh. and it's real a pain in the ass. Oh. Congratulations, Max. <laughs> yeah. Go fuck yourself, Max. Oh, I'm Tim and John. I can't put my dick between my legs. Oh, look at me. <laughs> yeah, like a real man. You fucking, you Jerry Curl fuck. Fuck you. <laughs> it's your bullshit. Hey, I don't have any spray in this hair. This is naturally curly, all right? <laughs> I knew you. I knew you when you were young. Don't you fucking pull that shit every, on me. Every, every morning, Max just flings a little jizz in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Goodbye, horses. And then just start spraying my hair. Do you put do you put the lotion in its hair? Or fuck me. <laughs> I mean, uh, so true story. I got a free drink at a bar in Washington, D.C. one time where I looked at one of my buddies and I just, because this song came on in the bar. Um, empty bar for the most part. And I just said, hey, fuck I'd yeah. fuck me. Would you fuck me? And then he looked at me like, what the fuck? Like really upset for a second. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And the bartender goes, I've been playing this song for weeks, hoping that somebody would pick up on it. What are you drinking? I got fucking free Jameson out of that shit. So yeah, next time you're at a bar and that song comes on, just grab somebody next to you and ask them if they'd fuck you because you'd fuck you. And blow them? Oh, okay, yeah. Do it. Nah, 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 nah. You only, only if they if they get a drink too. <laughs> and then the guy next to you goes, hey, isn't this a song from Clerks 2? And the bartender just goes, get out. Yeah, get, get out. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. <laughs> there is no Clerks 2. <laughs> Um, this is how Buffalo Bill would get me though. Cause he would just like, he would be like, do you want to listen to Lazarus in my death butterfly basement? Yes. Yes, I do. I, I mean, <laughs> so, um, I'll, I'll buy the, uh, I'll buy that so, ate the weed off of you, buddy. Um, can I go now? So Max is admitting that he would go under his own volition. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what? You sold me. <laughs> so you, you got me at Lazarus. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta be honest. You have a hell of a basement down here. You've got a fucking, you've got a well. You've got yeah. fifteen rooms. Um, and what's with the uh, the night vision goggles? What is that? How how deep is that well? About time for you to find out. What? Ah! Is there a synthesizer <laughs> down there? <laughs> Tell you what, though. I mean, it does suck staying in this well, but I really do enjoy the music. <laughs> I love all Buffalo Bill's music choices in this movie, by the way. Oh, he's fantastic. Well, come to think of it, I've never been in Max's basement. (laughs) Trick. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, Tim. I don't have one. (laughs) All right. I just got a secret compartment in the bedroom. Okay. Anyway. Um, Also, Airborne Toxic. What is it? Uh, The Airborne Toxic event. They have a good cover of this song. They have two good covers, by the way. Oh, of 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 um, goodbye uh, horses. Goodbye horses. Yeah, huh? They got a, they have a couple of them. They're they're pretty good. Once again, four and a half hours on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> bam, bam. 
So were you listening to the original version or the extended version, John? Um, so I actually had two. Um, mm-hmm. I got the original and the remix for I don't know what it was. And it both they both sounded the same for me. I, I don't recall. So one of them's like seven minutes long. Same no, singer. No. I, mean, I know this song. It just reminded me like I was back in fucking school where I used to listen to like one song for seven hours while yep. I wrote a fucking paper. But that's just me. I was cooking eggs yesterday listening to that song. So it, it's eggs. We're in the same boat. Oh, okay. Okay. And, okay. and Tim is just disconnecting his computer and throwing it out the window right now. <laughs> yeah, Lazarus and things. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Nom, nom, nom as I eat this ducky duck. Quack, quack. <laughs> Sorry. So we got three notes left. All right. So this is followed by the juxtaposition of the FBI storming Bill's empty house in Illinois while Clarice goes <laughs> to interview another person who knew the first victim. But it's a trap. And Honestly, the friend is actually Buffalo Bill. I can't get I can't watch this scene and not just think of the South Park episode <laughs> where they're like, hmm, yes, Mr. God. I don't remember. Well, these are all me. these are all right hands. They seem like there's a left handed. <laughs> 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 I, I was can't. honestly just thinking about what if um, you actually walked into Bill's house in Maine um, and what you would find there. Same. That gave me some very interesting um, images. Well, hopefully Bill's listening. Actually, Bill won't listen to this episode because it's scary. He doesn't like scary movies, but I can mm. imagine Seth having a well is just that hamster cage that he has his wife running around. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Keep the power on. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's got the same light that like buzzes in the basement that knows when somebody's like ringing the doorbell oh my god his child doesn't know what it's up for <laughs> oh better by now <laughs> Bill's probably got him working in a coal mine up there he's also in the hamster Age cage two. <laughs> yeah. yes. Bill, Bill went to the employment office up in Portland Maine and he's like I need to put. I need to find a coal mine job for my son. And they're like, well, there hasn't been coal mining in Maine in like, I don't know, since like the 1700s. And then Bill started his own coal mine. <laughs> just I'm bringing it back. Job for a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is an awesome scene, though. Like, and it's also like very tense because like Buffalo Bill, he's. He's like kind of laughing at himself because he knows that he's been caught before Clarice even realizes it really. And then like right. you have Clarice who's like so inexperienced that she almost drops her gun completely because she's like so nervous. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I honestly, mean like when he, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, honestly, if if Clarice just, the minute I open that door, I'm not even an FBI agent. I'd be like, serial killer. <laughs> yep. Someone, <laughs> I, I, I frat woman. there's a serial, serial killer in here. <laughs> but I love how you're right though. He is kind of chuckling about it. Cause like after she figures it out, she pulls, you know, she pulls her gun on him and he's already got his gun on the, uh, you know, on the burner in the next room, you know, and he yeah. kind of, he smirks at her as he like shifts into the, into the back room. He kind of like, ha ha. He's already planning. He's like it. runs away right. and yeah. he knows that she's not going to be able to get a shot off cause she's still green. Yeah. But uh, it he, is. He's kind of like, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's creepy. It's, I don't know if he's like, that's actually the thing now thinking about it just right now. Like, I don't know if he's smirking because he knows that like he's been caught or he's smirking because he's thinking about like, I need to run into the basement. I need to cut the power. I need to get my eye goggles. I'm going to go kill this bitch. Really? That could be a little bit of both. Yeah. Definitely. You know, maybe he needed to, uh, you know, make a little pocket and he needed a little extra skin, you know, and yeah, there you go. Yeah, just perfect. I don't know. I'm also, though. Know horrifying to think that like so that first victim she literally lived next door and like to think that you're kidnapped and trapped in a house that like your dad is next door that is just so scary to think about 
yeah, yep. that's fucked up. I mean, this movie is very much like Seven in the way that this actually even more than Seven in the fact that like all this could actually happen because but they base like, a lot of it off of things that did happen. Shame on shame on the dad who didn't like look at that neighbor and be like, my daughter's there. Yeah, or hey knock guys, on the did door. You check over here. <laughs> hey, have you seen my daughter lately? Yeah. Or is she a oh, big the, fat girl? The one with the beautiful skin. Hey, police? Yeah. <laughs> this guy yeah. did it. <laughs> yeah, have you seen her? Uh, no, I haven't seen her. All right, I believe you. Yeah, yeah. I saw her this morning in my bed. I mean... <laughs> She's in my well. I mean, I mean, well, I gotta get back to work killing your daughter. I mean... Have a good one, neighbor. Like Ned <laughs> Flanders. <laughs> All right, Howdy, neighbor. <laughs> All right, so uh, Clarice, she's forced to chase after Buffalo Bill into his creepy Rob Zombie basement where uh, he cuts the lights and stalks her with the night vision goggles. But then he cocks his gun. He's going in for the kill. And then Clarice beats him to the punch and shoots him dead. Burn through witches and bang witches and Wow, okay, Mr. Rob Zombie. Holy shit. He's from Boston. <laughs> oh, my God. Of course he is. Yeah, he doesn't like the sun. I remember I seeing his MTV Cribs. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, I got my, my pool. It's broken. Um, I don't really like the sun. <laughs> like, huh, all right. Then why'd you buy a house with a pool? Yeah, why did you buy a house in California? <laughs> I don't know. I'm rich. Good point. Yeah. Small the small things that she does though in this scene that are realistic, like her like making those like grunting yells when she makes a turn into another room. Yeah, it's like she's just selling it completely. Like she looks, she look like looks legitimately scared in these scenes. I'm sure she was. I'd be fucking shit in my pants even if I knew this was a movie. <laughs> yeah, if it was just Ted Levine. Dude. Well, yeah. yeah, honestly, like Max, if like the power had gone off in our apartment in school, like I would have been scared of it. Like, yeah, <laughs> just tripping over shit. Yeah, yeah fuck that. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, there's a there's someone from there's a what? fucking Irishman in the room. Fuck, <laughs> the lights are off. Oh yeah. By the way, I don't just, think we've ever mentioned. Yeah, okay, go ahead, Tim. I was going to say you just hear Max spraying his perm in the back. Shoot! <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, who's that? <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh fuck! It's a little hissing. Okay, well, that ties in because when I first met John, he had hair like down to his ass. So like, that would be like me reaching out, trying to touch John's hair in the dark. (laughs) (laughs) I had lots of product in that hair. Don't you fucking believe it? Mm -mm. It's rocking a beanie with the hair flow. Oh God, dude, it was great. And then it all fell out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Then to wrap up the movie, Clarice gets her FBI badge. And receives a phone call from Hannibal, who says that he's uh, he won't pursue her because the world is too interesting with her in it. And then he hangs up after saying that he has an old friend for dinner. And then the movie ends with the ivory-suited Hannibal casually stalking after Dr. Creepy. Yes. Oh, God. Can't wait for him to die in the next movie. Oh, that pencil-dicked, waspy, pasty, bar-rag fuck finally dies. I love like when he the guy gets off the plane too, and he says something like, "Is this the VIP area?" And the guy goes, "Yes, very, very special." <laughs> just like <laughs> as like Christ. literally his fucking like worst patient is just following him down the road, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I love in the credits too as it rolls, it keeps going, and you just see yeah, Anthony, or you that. see Hannibal just walking and walking and walking and slowly blending into the crowd. And I was fucked up enough to where I lost him at one point, and then I <laughs> found him Hannibal? again. And I was like, where's "Yeah, Hannibal? where is he?" Where's Hannibal? Oh, there he is. There he is. He just... He ah! Just... With his weird-ass fucking long hair that he somehow grew out over the course no, of a couple a months. 
That's a wig. Oh, it's a straight up wig. Yeah. So is Hannibal like basically like the fucked up version of um was the um god damn it. Sherlock Holmes? Fucked up version of Sherlock Holmes? Yeah, because he's a master of disguise. Like everything we always see him, like in all the other movies too. Even he's he's always a master of disguise. You don't I, know. I think he's closer to Dana Carvey in the movie Master of Disguise. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I never saw that. Um, specifically for the uh, the trailer, Turtle, Turtle, yep. Turtle. Fuck you. That's all no. I needed to see to not watch that movie. Yep. <laughs> all right. Any comments um, on the movie before we get into trivia? Uh, no. Okay. Let's get into some. There's not a whole lot. There's, I mean, there's a shit ton, but I only, I only added a couple. So, uh, Gene Hackman, uh, was originally got a direct and star in the movie and he actually, uh, bought the film rights, but then he dropped out because he didn't want to play another dark character. Uh, I get that. Yep. Okay. But also at the same time, Jodie Foster had read the book and she tried to buy the rights, but Hackman had already beat her to it. Wait, what the fuck is going on How did Jodie Foster try and buy the rights? I mean, she was, Jodie Foster was famous by that point. I mean, she was a child actor. Like she was a Disney kid. She was in Taxi Driver. I totally forgot about that. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she had money. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer was the first choice to play Clarice and Sean Connery was the first choice to play Lecter. Oh my god. <laughs> Sean Connery would have just ruined this movie. He would have fucking destroyed it. I mean, if you ever beat someone before. Uh, With your good bag and your cheap shoes. Yeah, shush. My my cheap shush. what? <laughs> your cheap shoes. Uh, uh, thank you. By the way, Miss Senator, I'd love to shoot. Oh my god. Could you what? imagine him trying to bite someone's face off? That would just not work. It just doesn't work. Actually, no. I, I think gum he, them he may death. have been the face before. Sean Connery. What? Sean what? Connery? What Come on. To what? To, oh, to a bitten a face yes. before? Bitten? Yeah. No, like smack the shit out of somebody because he's a fucking terrible person, but bite somebody? No. Yeah, I, I can see it. The Scottish don't it's bite people. Nibble. They just kill people. Yeah. It's a little taste. A little taste? <laughs> huh. A little, little baby taste. I feel like that's more of an American thing where it's like, I'll try it once. It's a little nibble. All right, you join the sound effects, Tim. Very much so. Good. <laughs> oh, that's how duck sounds when I eat it. <laughs> All right, you guys will enjoy this one, or John will enjoy this one at least. The Buffalo Bill dance wasn't in the script, but it was in the book. So Ted Levine insisted on them having it in the movie. Good, fucking good. That gave depth to the character. That's what he said. Every way. It's like it makes it him more really demented. did. It really did. No, that made it so much more where you're like, wow, this person really, as if cutting someone's skin off and murdering them to make a suit isn't already fucked up enough, but like, oh, I'm going to do this and just dance and this, you know, it, it, it really is fucking perfect. It's disturbing. It's uncouth. It's fucking just, it's deviant. It's deviant like, and that is, yeah, you're right, Max, attractive to me. (laughs) But it's also, I mean, it's sealed in pop culture to the fact that like, I mean, we were one, two years old when this movie came out. But we can just say like, oh yeah, he pulled the Buffalo Bill and everyone will know. Like, oh, he just, so he tucked his dick and balls between his legs. 
Yeah, well, once again, Max, I got a free drink at a fucking bar asking somebody if they'd fuck me because I would fuck me. You know, like, I mean, come on. <laughs> so I, 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 um, I think it was actually the Airborne Toxic event, like one of the, uh, the YouTube comments I'd read like years ago. And the guy said, like, I saw them play this song and I like I was on a first date. And the song came on and I just ran into like a, into like the little, you know, into the group. And I just started like, just like touching my nipples and the girl started <laughs> laughing. And I knew that's when I had to marry her. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, if you could find someone who can, you could be on that level of humor and lightness with you. Marry Lock him, him up. In Lock a good him way. up. Trap his ass. Yeah. Also, um, Ted Levine admitted that he took several shots of tequila before he did that dance. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta, I would gotta get I, into a mood. Yeah, I like I like how he says he took several shots. Several, even you drink a bottle. Yeah, you drink yeah, a he bottle. Got shit face. He's like, if I'm gonna yeah, you got do this. fucked up. Yeah, that's what I do. I mean, shit. Because that's the thing. It's like, yeah, I mean, you know me, Max. I'd be game to do it, but uh, performance enhancing drugs. <laughs> it's the beauty of humanity. <laughs> um, Anthony Hopkins made it the made it a point to not blink. Wow, I didn't realize that. Yeah, Holy no, his shit. stares, it's his creepy. stares are fucking so creepy. That smiles he had, little smiles he had, the slick oh. back hair. He looks different in this movie than he does in any other movie he's ever done. It's amazing. It really is amazing. Yeah. I mean, it was his uh, magnum opus as far as acting. I mean, well, yeah, because I mean, he was like, I mean, he was a he was a theater actor. He had done movies, but like they had all bombed. Like, I mean, he had, I think he did the Elephant Man, which was like the biggest movie he had done, but even that wasn't a hit. So, like, when do, when was he knighted? Do you know? Yeah, probably after this movie. Yeah, he won Best so. Actor. Yeah, I could see that. I'm gonna knight you for playing a serial killer who eats <laughs> people's faces. Well done. Well done for the the British Empire. Yeah. <laughs> yes. May I please take a quick bite out of you, ma'am? No. <laughs> uh, All right, last one. This movie stayed at the uh, the number one spot of the box office for five weeks. Wow. Really? P- that many people were going to the theaters to watch this movie back then? I think it was probably just because, like, just a word of mouth of people being like, dude, have you seen Silence of the Lambs yet? No, you should. It's fucked yeah. up. <laughs> I yeah, guess right, Alien though. probably set the set the the pace for the uh, for theaters back then too. Or I feel like, like oh, it was yeah, everybody our paranormal activity, uh, where people were just like, "Hey, have you seen that movie? Yeah, it's gonna fucking make you shit your pants." Yeah, that's actually really funny you bring that up, Tim, because I re- I recall seeing Max and a close friend of ours in school um, coming back from seeing Paranormal Activity, and like, I mean, oh my dude, God. like Max can tan, um, it it's sheet pale, sheet white. <laughs> it was like, uh, what happened, guys? Like, you just need to watch it. They all Dude. just left. He just like <laughs> yeah, went yeah, to we his did. room, shut yeah. the door. It's like, <laughs> I've never seen it. I'm not, I'm never going to watch that movie. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. That, that was an experience. Yeah. That was something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So let's, uh, let's transition into the box office game. Rapid fire edition. Timmy boy, you're up first this time. How much, uh, how much did this movie cost and how much did it make? It cost $25 million to make and it made 40, thousand gajillion dollars <laughs> 75 million dollars and it made like 250 65 million dollars okay neither one of those are real numbers <laughs> <laughs> it cost 19 million and it Ooh. made just under 273 million so did i actually get kind of close on that one i think so 
We'll let Maybe. the audience decide. April, tell us. <laughs> By the way, I'm listening to myself talk right now, and um, I listened to one of our older episodes. I'm kind of drunk right now, and I realize now why I couldn't read <laughs> some of those early episodes, too. <laughs> so I was way too drunk for those earlier ones. <laughs> <laughs> As I look at your wonderful Skype picture face right now, where you look so sober and smiling, and yeah, I can like actually see blue in your eyes as opposed to blood red. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> compared to the bloodshot eyes I usually see whenever we hang out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's that. <laughs> Looking creepier than Hannibal. We just have like, yeah, we just have like fucking cigar tobacco stains on our teeth and shit. It's it's wild eyes. Up. Yeah, it's bad. It's real bad. Humanity at its worst. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question. Who is your favorite and least favorite in this? Go for it, Tim. Um, like obviously my least favorite is the psychiatrist. Like fuck that guy. Um, I, I think my favorite is Buffalo Bill. Just like his energy, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, he definitely had some energy. Big dick, no dick energy. God, I wonder. So that's that's probably interesting. Like I would be if that was me. If I had been that actor, you know, twenty five years later, I would have been like, I wonder where people how people how big people think my dick is. <laughs> or small. Fuck. He's like, an that artist. would be an issue. Care. I'd be talking to a fucking psychiatrist about that shit. I don't know. If you're an actor, I don't think you care. Just look at Tom Hardy. He showed his dick multiple times and he's got a little little pecker. Oh, Tom Hardy, dude. That guy can probably fuck with the best of them. <laughs> he probably uses his chin and the whole fucking thing. It's great. <laughs> his traps. Oh, my God, dude. He probably gives just the well, you Never mind. Yeah, so my, my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Hannibal because he's so captivating in this, but um, mm-hmm. I'll change it up. I'm going to say the guard Barney. Just a class act, dude. I mean, he's the only person, uh, he's like the only um, caretaker that Hannibal didn't kill. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Be- be- because yep. he couldn't? No, because like he was friendly with him. He's like, I mean, he had like, there's a scene too when um when Chilton's uh, takes all of Hannibal's stuff and you can see Barney like giving him this wide-eyed look like, dude. This is going to backfire on you. Like, don't do that. Right. Well, and, you know, that's kind of an interesting thing. Like, and I'll, I'll talk about my favorites and least favorites and all that shit. But, like, the interesting uh, code of honor where regardless of what you do as a person, you know, maybe you kill people, maybe you eat people, um, a basic level of politeness is very necessary. He says something. I forget the what In exactly society. he says to Clarice. But, like, he says something along the lines of, like, if you treat him okay, he'll treat you okay. Something like that. Yeah. And, everyone else treats you know, him like shit. Exactly. And, you know, even if, and I, God, if I ever met somebody like that, I'd still treat them well-ish. No, I mean, right? it's your fucking job. You you shouldn't well, hold the grudge or show any kind of, you know, no, personal no, you're, yeah, opinions you really towards somebody. And Just, I mean, it's still a person, be even cordial. if they've done horrible things. I think um, it's really only reserved for like Hitler. Hitler's the only one who doesn't get any good shit. And a lot of Nazis, but still there's that. <laughs> But um, my least favorite too. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna say the cross-eyed bug guy, the bug man, just because he <laughs> thought that he had a chance with Clarice. Are you hitting on me, Doctor? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I am. Yes. Honestly, I'm gonna change my least favorite. I'm gonna add. I'm gonna add an amendment to my least favorite because I'm not gonna change it. I think my least favorite is like how everyone's like, oh, Clarice is like a pretty young. It's like she's not that pretty. No, her friend you know? is much hotter. 
Yeah, get let's get over this. Like she's not that hot now. Like dude, she's, she's the one. She's the one carrying the gun. Of course she is. Yeah, I guess. I don't know, man. It's just because she is literally the only woman. That's why they're yeah. like, oh, she's so fucking hot. It's like, well, yeah, right. compared to who? Yeah. Ted? Compared to John? Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> not, no, I didn't mean you. <laughs> I have been practicing oh, putting my dick been. between my legs. Yeah, I mean, I've been trying. I mean, I, I'd fuck me. I, I, I tried it in college. It didn't work, okay? <laughs> Didn't fucking work. Uh, so my favorite is Doctor Lecter. Okay, everybody, oh, it's great. You know, He's it's, so good. I can't, I can't not. I no. can't not. It is that he is that perfect. Um, it really was his magnum opus as far as his acting career, which is unfortunate. But Anthony Hopkins has been respected ever since, just because of this, and didn't get to date Martha Stewart because of it. Uh, my least favorite though was Jody's uh, shitty Southern accent, and I don't need to explain anymore because I've already bitched about that enough. Doctor Lecter, and that's all you get. Dr. Lecter. Dr. 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 Lecter. All right, y'all. Now, 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 y'all go on now. Y'all go on. Go on now. Go on now. Go on now. Hold on. Sorry. I almost swallowed my chew. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Now it's time for our hold my popcorn rating. So what would you rate this movie? Ah. I'm going to go ahead and give this um, the extra two inches John needs to tuck his dick into his, <laughs> into his, into his legs uh, out of um, like the seven and a half, the, the solid seven and a half that Clarice's. I'd even get, I'd say a seven. She's a seven, you know? She's looked better in movies. Yeah. Are we, are, is that really where we're going with this? <laughs> I mean, yeah. she I looks know. like I Scully. Mean, and also, uh, what's his name? Chris Carter, who created uh, the X-Files, said that like they based Scully off of Clarice. Yeah, I can see that. She looks exact. <laughs> if you watch like, the first like two or three seasons of the X-Files, like uh, Jillian Anderson looks exactly like Jodie Foster in this movie. Then she got yeah, it is the same. Yeah, then she well, got yeah, they both she, she changed that hairdo. That's why. She got a little sexy. Yeah. They both carried a fucking gun. Come on. Yep, they're both FBI too. Yeah, they're ha 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 ha. Yeah. Oh Jesus! <laughs> All right. Well, I'll give this one a um, a slice of sous vide human liver side of frites, paired with a nice sparkling and dry limbrusco from Italy. Oh, look at look at you! Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I can't do it. I can't. I can do like every other fucking sound effect and accent on the fucking planet, and I can't do that fucking sound, and it fucking pisses me off every fucking time. God damn it. I've heard that that scene was improvised. Like, he did that just for an outtake, but why would you do an outtake when you're filming? Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, like, because I can make... I, it, well, it's interesting with the wine, because he does he do, he does that, and he says, I, you know, I, I had his liver paired, you know, with just some fava beans and a, a gigandas or whatever, you know, a nice Chianti. Yep. A nice county. And, you know, he does that. And so it reminds me of when I do taste wine, where I do slurp, where you pull air through mm. the small taste that you do. So it makes sense in a in a way, which I'm <laughs> guessing is what he was doing. Yeah. With that. And it's spot on. Favorite part of June's explanation is that it's the most famous line in the movie is like, I ate his liver with a side of fava beans and a nice Chianti, and John thought it was Gigan dust. <laughs> <laughs> with a nice Merlot. 
yeah. a nice merlot. You know, I had a whole thing written out about a very specific um, AVA in, um, in California, but uh, it's an old world stop. Shut up. I'm just going to shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right. I mean, you can do it if you want. You wrote it down. Uh, I lost it. <laughs> All right. I don't know where it is. It's gone. I don't know where the fuck it's it is. gone. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to get for my rating. Then I'm going to give this one attempt on President Reagan's life <laughs> to get Jodie Foster's attention because <laughs> that happened. Woo! America. <laughs> All right, John. Do we have any social media shoutouts? Oh, jelly spreading time. All right. So I've done gone ahead to make another fucking gallon of jelly for our man, Josh. Thanks so much for making it through our fucking Anaconda episode and for the <laughs> kick-ass fucking idea for the uh, for a month's theme. Yeah. I fucking love you. Anyways, uh, let's see. Who else do we have? April! <laughs> Thanks for doing your part to keep Donald Trump from being reelected. We very much re- we very much appreciate that, especially taking one for the team on the Twitterverse. Even though you're and Canadian. Ben- yeah, exactly. Especially being Canadian, doing their part to make sure that the world doesn't fucking explode. So we very much appreciate that because uh, we are Donald Trump haters here on the Hold My Popcorn. And uh, we're not upset about that or embarrassed about it by the least bit. So I'm sorry. That was too much. It was far too political. But Ben, always, thanks for sending what you sent our way. It's fantastic. And Nick at You Are All Alone podcast. Thank you for keeping our spirits high and submitting the first estimate of Tim's weight in pounds, kilograms, and stones. So we'll let him know <laughs> what your guesses were after this so that way he doesn't go fucking Mustang on the air. But we'll get there. So thank you so much for being the first one. But really, everybody else, as always, say hello, follow, and like our material in the internet's ugly, uncut foreskin. That is the Twitter. <laughs> At HM Popcorn Pod. And of course, what was the, the estimate? Thrills at Hold My Popcorn underscore. What podcast. was the estimate? It was, uh, it was, I, I wrote it down. Just, I wrote it down. It was too. Shut the fuck up. Go fuck yourself, Matt. What Tim, was the Seriously, <laughs> folks, we need to hear some guess, some more guesses on Tim's <laughs> tummy weight at tdbackrow at gmail.com. What was the goddamn estimate? <laughs> tdbackrow at gmail.com we will accept kilos me, you bastard stones all are welcome stones kilos pounds once again the closest gets a special box cd set dvd set CD i don't know i don't speak better. english i um i'm gonna have to look up on gmail later. Of Jaws. <laughs> thanks for the jelly folks Oh, shit. All right. Yep. And then that'll do it for a Halloween month in November. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas. The fucking world is on fire. It's great. Wonderful. Right. Everybody, let's tuck our dicks between our legs and start dancing. Let's go. Pop. 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 God, my nipples. What was the estimate? <laughs> my nipples are sensitive. <laughs> <laughs>